I want to take you to Proverbs chapter 4. I won't be long tonight. I'm on a mandate from God as we continue to close out the rest of these few days we have in 2018. And I want to share with you what some of the conversations God has been having with me. Because I believe where you are heading in your life and where you're going, it is going to require the wisdom on how to navigate in a place you've never been. Matter of fact, some people you don't understand success. You need the wisdom on how to navigate those waters. You need the language on how to deal with folk you have never dealt with before in your life. You need the wisdom on how when the people come in your doors, how in the world do you have the systems in place to make sure that they are getting their needs met when they're here? You need wisdom on how to deal with relationships with people. You need wisdom and more importantly, you need discernment. You know what the biggest thing that the people are lacking is not so much knowledge. We live in a knowledge age. We live in a technology age. Everything is so accessible. The, real, the reality of what people struggle with is not so much going to conferences and getting wisdom. What they struggle with is applying what they received. The issue is not wisdom. The issue is the application of wisdom. And true wisdom is the ability to use the knowledge that you've gained. The reality is, is that many people are number one, there's pride that has gotten in the way of people's hearts to think they cannot learn from anybody. Uh, we, we get so caught up and we talk about one of my main uh, major missions in life as a minister is to bridge the gap between my generation and my parents' generation. The reality is both has to co uh, coexist together and they can coexist together, but both parties have to be able to learn from them and then them learn from us. In my relationship with my spiritual covering, when I'm talking and talking uh, with her and conversating with her, she is actually wanting to know what is new going on so that she could go and apply it herself. And then her years of ministry, I'm learning how to gain from that so I don't make the same mistakes. That's a wise thing. The wise thing that you can ever do is get yourself connected some to, to someone and get mentorship so you know where you're going. Because certain things that they did, you don't got to do. Let me tell you something. There's things that you are going to have to go through because it's life. But then there's other things that you don't have to go through and you could avoid if you just learn from somebody else. There's a couple ways you can learn. You can learn through books or you can th learn through life experiences. Or this is the one I choose. I choose to learn through other people's life situations. If they dated that type of person, I'm not going to follow that type of... That's wisdom. What I'm trying to get across to you tonight, and as we continue to go and I have this conversation with you, is that you and I need wisdom. And after you obtain wisdom, you got to apply it. Here is a Solomon says it here in verse five. It says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. 
Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Verse 7 says it like this. It says, it says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. Give me verse 9. And he says, she will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Look at somebody say, get wisdom. Let me deal with the first thing here in verse in verse four. I've been talking. Wisdom is costly. That's fine. That's fine. We'll do that. Wisdom is costly. Go back to verse four for me. So wisdom is costly. I want you to know this. I'm not going to be long. Wisdom pays. Whatever does not cost you will not pay you. Whatever does not cost you will not pay you. Everything you ever obtain in your life comes with a cost. Don't you understand? As far as you go with success, it pays at, to be at a higher level. It pays for you to be where you are now. Matter of fact, Solomon is telling his son, and, and, and in this particular chapter, he makes it plural because he says to my sons in the earlier verse, meaning to the generations that come after. He says to get wisdom. Now, this word get in the Hebrew, ladies and gentlemen, will have the idea to buy. It has the idea to acquire. So what he's saying is, is that if you want wisdom, wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, comes with a cost. Help you understand this, ladies and gentlemen, that wisdom, watch this, is looked at as in the Christian faith, a person. And that person being Jesus Christ. Mm. Well, I thought grace was free. Yes, it is. But Jesus says, if any man chooses to follow me, let him first deny himself. So it comes with a cause. So if you want Jesus, you are going to have to pay the cost to be like him. Oh, my God. I'm warming up in a second. The reality is this, is that he said you need to acquire, you need to make a purchase on wisdom. Wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, is not something that you automatically get. Clearly, look at some of the folk you work with. <laughs> Matter of fact, you can look in church and you say, I thought these people were supposed to be the wisest folk. I just scratch my head sometimes. They're not as wise as they should be. They didn't inquire. That's because you have to go get it. <laughs> Listen to me tonight. Listen, wisdom is something you have to go after. It is not something that you automatically receive. And so here's the deal. If wisdom is in the person of Jesus, then that means you have to go obtain and go after him. And as you go after him, the more wisdom you will obtain along the journey. Are you following me tonight? Here, here he says, you need to get wisdom and you need to get understanding. You, you have to understand this, that wisdom is more moral rather than it is intellectual, more than it is an intellectual quality. Are you hearing me tonight? It's more than intellect. Anybody can acquire knowledge. What wisdom is in the Christian faith is the ability to live holy. In this 
worldly environment. How do you navigate in a world that has, doesn't want anything to do with God that also has an influence of the principality and the ruler of this earth? You need the wisdom to deal with it because here's the deal. You deal in a tangible world, but if you get wisdom and understanding, which understanding also in the Hebrew means discernment, then you'll understand where that spirit is coming from and address it the way it needs to be. That's why you got to understand. That's why you need wisdom. Wisdom is costly. It comes with a price. Because here's the other thing. When you didn't acquire wisdom, now you are now accountable to what you've heard. Here's the deal. Why, does pe why do some people do not want to give their lives fully to Christ? Because you have accountability. I have to be accountable from what I've heard. That's why even if I don't care, my job is to give you the salvation, to put the call out there. If you don't come, the blood ain't on my hands. Here's the deal. You can't stand in front of God and tell them nobody heard, nobody told you. Because now you have to be accountable for what you heard. I would love for you to make it in, but if you're not, ain't going to lose no sleep on me because I gave the altar call. Yeah. Just saying. He says, get wisdom, get understanding. Because the reality is, is that with wisdom, you have to pay the cost. If you want to go anywhere, you got to pay to get in there. <laughs> oh, I want to go. I want box office seats. I want, I want club seats. You got to pay for it. Oh, I want to pay to be on a billionaire's level. You got to pay for it. Here's the deal. You got to pay your time. Come on. Uh, you want to know another thing why wisdom is costly? It's because wisdom causes you to humble yourself <laughs> to obtain it. Because yeah. yeah. there's people who think they know everything, including you. <laughs> you think you know it all. And what wisdom does is you have to pay the cost to humble yourself to say, God, I don't know about what I'm doing now. Listen, I'm in a real I'm a realm of real estate. I'm not used to this this fear of learning and having to go up through the process. So I have to submit myself to other folk who know more about this, uh, 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 about this fear that this 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 different that this type of career. I have to learn how to navigate through these waters. God, I, I've never, I, God, I, I'm pastor. I need your help. I need your guidance. How do you lead folk? How do you, I don't know it all. I have to obtain and sit down and be humble and learn from what God will teach me, not only through him, but through others. <laughs> Are you hearing me tonight? So you have to deny yourself. You have to lay down your pride if you're going to go anywhere. That's the most problem with folk. You are so stubborn that you can't listen. And my question to you is, how far have you advanced in your life by doing it your way? You give me your answer, I'll wait. <laughs> let's go through it. Let's see where you are. Let's, let, let's do this way. Let's project it this way. Tell me where you wanted to be and then tell me where you currently are and let's see if it's worked for you doing it your way. 
That's why you need God. Because you don't know. You don't know. He, he says, do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Matter of fact, he said, how does a, the psalmist says, how does a young man cleanse his way? By clean, God keeping the word of God. That's what he's also talking about when it comes down to getting understanding. Most people want to read every book there is. And there's a whole lot of stuff that's there. You know you got millionaires benefiting off of what we've been preaching about tithing? They don't care about, I've sat there, I listen to Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is not a, is not a Christian, as far as we know. Tony Robbins gives 10% of his income. <laughs> and he does it cheerfully. Because to him, it's a good deed. Here's the deal. Here's another thing about wisdom. Wisdom works for everyone who applies it. It's not hold down because you're a Christian. People are using it in business. They're using it in the world. It is not, it is not, it is not tied to because you're a Christian and think it's going to work for you. Oh, my God. Principles are universal. They're universal. It works for anybody. So you're trying to figure out why is the unbeliever getting that? Because maybe, just maybe, they are doing something that you haven't done. And yet you have the truth. And yet you, are, you, you should be able to give with the right understanding and with the right motive to know just because you give that money and you feel good about your deeds don't get you into heaven. He said here, do not turn away from her. Do not turn away from wisdom. Don't shy. Don't be shy to wisdom. Now, listen, when people try to come up to you and give you understanding, you must do what the scripture says. Test the spirit by the spirit. Because everyone who say they know don't really know. But the other thing what I've learned as I'm getting older is, is that sometimes wisdom can come from your enemies. It can come from the least person you expect. But here's the deal. You will shoot it down because of who it is. <laughs> You'll kill it down. I don't like him no way. How's she going to tell me? How's she going to she she tell me that? Huh? How he going to? What, what, what are you going to do? Are you hearing me tonight? It says, do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Here's the number two. I'm moving. What does wisdom do? Wisdom and understanding will protect and sustain you. Give me the scripture after this, Daniel. He says it like this in Proverbs 15, 32. He who disdains instruction despises his own soul. But he who heeds rebuke gets understanding. Listen to me. When you disdain understanding, you despise in your own soul. You're not helping yourself. And here's the deal. A lot of things we do, we do out of rebellion. Yeah. And when you're in rebellion, you're heading down a road of destruction, right. <laughs> which does you no good. <laughs> Somebody trying to tell you get right. Well, whatever. I'm going to do my thing. What does that get you? Your soul is messed up. If you cannot take correction, you are doing a disservice to yourself. Because wisdom and understanding comes along to protect 
and to sustain you. You know what? A lot of things would be avoided if you used wisdom. <laughs> a lot of relationships would never have happened if you were not going by the flesh. But when you're in the spirit, you are working with wisdom. Because when you're in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The reality is this, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that you have to understand that, hey, it's there to help guide you along. The Bible says that when the helper comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will not speak on his own accord. So if wisdom is Jesus Christ personified and the spirit of God is there to guide you in the words of Christ, you cannot lose. And it will sustain you. Oh, my goodness. He says that I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. I am the sustainer. I am the you take one bite from me. You'll never hunger again in your life. But if you don't have the if you don't have the appetite for wisdom, you are going to be starved and you're going to be malnutritioned. Why? Because you have not made wisdom or prioritized wisdom. Here's the deal. We prioritize, we prioritize money. We prioritize a lot of different things. Here's the deal. What Christians have to understand, if you value wisdom, you will get all of that stuff. The reality is this. You value wisdom. You get the understanding. All of that comes along. Here's the deal. It says, the scripture said it, not me. Wisdom is the principal thing. That means he's saying if Jesus is wisdom personified, then that means that he must be the main thing. That everything revolves around. He says, I am the true vine. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So you're not getting sustained or, or, or getting the nourishment you need because you're not connected. <laughs> you're not connected. So how are you going to be protected? How can you be like, the, as Jeremiah chapter 17 says, how can you be like a tree planted by the river whose roots? How? How? Because you have not valued wisdom. You have to value it, you have to pursue it, and you got to sacrifice for it. Okay, give me three. I'm going to move. I got one last one. I told you it ain't going to be long. Wisdom will promote you when you make it a priority. Uh, go to verse 9. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 9. Here it is. I I'm about to show you. Here it is. No, go to verse uh, 7 and 8, and then I'll get there. Here it is. Wisdom is the principal, th principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Watch. Here's my proof. Exalt her and she will promote you. <laughs> now, why is wisdom preferring to a her? Let me just break it down to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Brook of Proverbs is almost written, written as poetry. So it's using a symbolism. You exalt her, she will promote you. 
The reality is this. When you make wisdom a priority and you value it, then in time it will promote you and elevate you to such a place where people will come to hear what you have to say. How do I know this? Because in Solomon's early years, when he was wise, because as we know the story of Solomon, Solomon went down a bad road. He stopped being wise. He made bad decisions. So Solomon is referring to his early years. (laughs) Solomon had the same problem his father David had. He loved women. He loved women. He couldn't help himself. He wasn't very wise. And that's why you also see Solomon uh, uh, referring to wisdom as women. And those he likes to listen. He said later on he talked about fools who, who despise wisdom. He likened it to a prostitute. How would, how would Solomon know all of this? <laughs> ah, but he listen to me. When Solomon in his early years, what they did, I believe the, king, the queen of Sheba came to sit and listen to what Solomon had built. He was the wisest man in all of the ancient world at that time. Because what did he do? He made wisdom a priority. God asked him, what do you want? What's the one thing you want? He said, wisdom. You know what we'll say? Uh, I think I'll take that car. I think I'll take, you'll take everything that's materialistic, not understanding that he, not understanding that the wisdom will make you get all of that. You don't understand that you are all, all of us have been caught up in this Americanized system to want stuff, 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 stuff. And wanting all of this tangible stuff, but the intangible is way more important than the tangible because guess what? It is that that stays with you. And here's the reality of the situation is that Solomon had was the wisest man because God granted his request because of what he asked for, because what he asked for met God's desire. I have a question. What are you asking for? Oh, you asking for a job. Why don't you ask for the wisdom to create jobs? What you understand, the money is in your hand. The Bible says he's given you the power to create wealth. Ask for the wisdom to create it. (laughs) I decree that TCF will be a church of influencers. It's already happening now. We got two YouTubers in the house. We got more to come. We got producers in the house. It's all around. We got a future filmmaker in the back. Here's the deal. When you see, because if you got the wisdom to create it, nobody can tell you nothing. You're not held down to a schedule. You create your own schedule. (laughs) You're not working for nobody. You got people working for you. You need the wisdom. Here's the deal. If you make it a priority, if you seek it out in time, here's the deal that people don't like. The time that it takes to acquire such information. 
But since we live in a microwave society and we don't really, we want it now, 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 we forsake wisdom and go after everything else. But when you finally get what you get, you lose it because you never had the understanding to maintain on the level that you get it on. What I'm trying to preach to you is a mentality that needs to be ingrained in your spirit. Gone are the days you so used to struggle, 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 struggle. Oh man, we've preached it. We know how to preach to the, the disenfranchised in church. That's easy. We know how to do it. Your struggling days are over. Why don't you preach wisdom to them and tell them how to get out of it? Ain't no money or sowing a seed gonna get them out of that until they understand, have a mentality change. You can sell $25, what's that going to do to you? You can sell $1,000 seed, what's that going to do? Even if they do get blessed with the blessing, guess what's going to happen? Squandered, all gone. Then they're going to be trying to sell another $1,000, go in debt, and say, God, I sold it. <laughs> Why is it that happening for me? That's what they do. Here's the deal. When you make wisdom a priority, it will promote you. You don't believe it, but people will come to you. Matter of fact, I don't understand it now. I get pastors who call me who have way bigger churches than mine that call me and email the church just to get in contact with me to say, how do y'all do what you do on social media? They think our church is bigger than what it actually is. They come to want to talk to me. I don't make this up. I got staff members sitting right here to tell you. They wouldn't want to talk to me. I'm like, why you want to talk to me for? I should be talking to you. You got what I don't have yet. But it's not about that. They see something and they need the wisdom to obtain it. <laughs> so while you may see yourself as a little guy compared to everybody else, there's more people who put you as a bigger priority. Oh my God. Priority because you got something that they need. You have knowledge that they need. They have, you have understanding that they're trying to get clarity for. You have it. The reality is, let me tell you something. Everyone in this room, you have already, God has already deposited into you. Everything you need can pertain to life and godliness. You don't need nothing because you already got it. What you need is the wisdom to tap into it and apply it. That's all. Give me the last verse. I'm, I'm closing. It says, the wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Ah! He says shame. How does he know this? Because Solomon feels shameful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Solomon's trying to help his young sons and the generation after them to let them know, like, listen, if you understand, you will inherit glory. The wise will. But you know what fools would be? Their legacy, the, the, the shameful would be one legacy of fools. I remember, I remember Bishop Dale Bronner said this. He says, when you die, you look like, the, you look like your own decisions. You're not a product of your parents' decisions. You look at some people like, oh, they look rough because they didn't make smart decisions. Let me tell you something. When you, when you make bad decisions, it will show on your body. And you will look like it. I don't care how young you are. You'll look like it. 
you'll look old and you're really 25. Uncle Dennis probably looked better than half fools. <laughs> you hear me tonight? Give me the last verse. Give me Proverbs 4, verse 9. I end with this. Here it is. She will place your head an ornament of grace. Here's the deal. When you walk, when you, it will promote you such that you will wear, that you will wear favor well. I'm trying to get this thing to you because I'm trying to tell you. He says a head, an ornament. Look at the ornaments. It says you'll be wearing favor. You see how ornament sits on the tree? It says favor is going to wear on you. Because that's what is going to happen. I decree that favor is going to wear on you. Here's that. And here's the deal. He said you're going to receive a crown of glory. She will deliver it to you. Yeah, if wisdom is Christ personified, on that day, God will give you a crown. Yeah. Saying, well done, my good and faithful yeah. servant. <laughs> but not only, you don't have to wait there to get crowned. The Bible says, if you humble yourself <laughs> under the almighty hand of God, in time, he will elevate you. <sighs> so if you're waiting to be exalted, just gain wisdom. Just wait. Because when you get it, you're going to know how to wear the ornament of grace. God's unmerited favor well upon your life. And that is what attracted people to Solomon, was the favor of God. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord. I'm done. Come on, stand to your feet. Look at somebody say, get wisdom. Get wisdom. May wisdom be your portion tonight. May wisdom be your portion tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you're not saved, I'll offer you Jesus tonight.